0: Welcome to the So Powerful podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know, the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So, let's get started. Today, I have the privilege of speaking with a so powerful friend of mine, Pat Quigley. I met Pat when we worked in the booth at the Houston Quilt Festival a couple of years ago. And to my benefit, Pat lives in the same metropolitan area as I do. So we've been able to see each other a few times, in addition to just working in the quilt show booths, which for last year did not happen. Pat has such an interesting background and such a passion for So Powerful. If you have not met Pat in person, you are going to love this podcast. Pat Quigley, welcome to the So Powerful podcast. How are you today? Thank you, Jen, for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Thank Thank you. you. Tell us a little bit about your background with So Powerful. How did you find So Powerful to begin with? I believe
1: it was on Facebook. I had been to Africa in 2014. And fortunately, my church is very mission-oriented. And I, I've been very lucky to travel many places as part of a medical mission team. And when I was in Africa... I was working in the clinic, and a lady came in with a a baby, and I love to hold babies. (laughs) So I asked her if I could hold the baby, and she said, sure, in Swahili. And she handed me this baby, and of course, I right away snuggled it up against my neck, and the baby was soaking wet. And I realized... They don't have disposable diapers. So that was kind of my first indication that we take so much for granted, the the little things. So when I saw this article on Facebook about these purses, it brought back to my mind, this mother with her baby. And I thought, you know, we we just think we can go down to the corner drugstore and buy what we need and stay in school. And it just really struck a chord with me—the um, whole story of the mission with Jason and Cinnamon—and I thought I can make persons sewn all my life and have made purses for myself. So that's basically how I got started.
0: So how did you learn to sew to begin with? What is your history with sewing?
1: Well, my mom sewed. She didn't teach me to sew, but I was always around her when she was sewing. And then when I was in high school, I took the obligatory home ec, one semester of cooking and one sewing. And I realized I could make clothes for myself. So that's where I
0: started. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Pretty pretty much self-taught. Oh, interesting. Well, the purses you make are just exquisite. So we'll talk about that in a minute. You mentioned you. a minute ago that you had done a mission trip to Tanzania that it was medically oriented tell us a little bit about Tanzania and a little bit more about those mission trips okay well I'm a registered
1: nurse and we have had uh, teams from my church that go there is a mission in Kigoma, Tanzania it's uh, run by some Methodist missionaries And they do amazing things. It's called Joy in the Harvest, And they set up a clinic for us. And they give us translators, fortunately. Mm -hmm. And we set up a clinic and work for a week. Usually see somewhere between 1,000 to 1,200, 1,300 patients. And... So I just fell in love with the people. They're they're wonderful, joyful, thankful people and have nothing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: And so you went on two trips to Tanzania, is that right? Yes. I went
1: again in 2017.
0: Okay. Now, besides doing these mission trips, you also participate in another charity that is directed toward Africa. Tell us about that.
1: Uh, There's a group called Little Dresses for Africa, and they make what they call the pillowcase dresses. And so it also is a charity that's dear to my heart. I had a very, very close dear friend who also is a nurse. She um, was working full-time, but That was the one thing she would do was to make these dresses and she unfortunately passed away very suddenly just a month or so before she was due to retire and so I started doing these dresses in her honor so it just was another outlet for me for the people In Africa.
0: Now, I've seen these dresses, they're like rectangles with a casing at the top. Is that right?
1: Yes, very simple.
0: Very simple. And do you put a ribbon or do you have matching fabric for the tie? They want us to use bias tape. Okay.
1: Um, We we put elastic through the top and then bind the armhole and it ties at the shoulder Uh with the bias tape.
0: Yeah. It's very cute and relatively simple for people who don't have a lot of sewing experience to be able to make that contribution, right? Correct. Correct. How long does it take you to make one of those little dresses? Uh, It depends how fussy I get with it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) If if I do a lot of embellishing or if I decide to use, you know, two contrasting pieces of fabric to kind of make a little. Um, change in the hemline or at the, the top, so, but there, you can make them from pillowcases, which it obviously makes it go really fast, but I like using pretty uh, fabrics for these little girls. There,
0: there isn't a lot of pretty stuff for the little girls. Well, you're giving me lots of hints of things we're going to talk about because your purses are noted for their pretty fabrics, but we're not getting to the purses yet because we have a lot of layers to unpeel here before we get to your work with So Powerful. Oh. You volunteer for another organization that helps play dogs and cats that have been Rescues as part of um, a natural disaster in various parts of the US. Tell us about the work you do for that organization and a little bit about them. Okay. Um, it came through
1: the Quilt magazine. I'm not a quilter. I have made
0: some small quilts, but. Um... Now, wait a minute. If you've made a quilt, to me, that qualifies as being a quilter. <laughs>
1: Well, I have made them, but it's not my love, so <laughs> I, I don't spend a lot of time with them. But because I have all these scraps of fabric, this organization will get contacted by different animal rescue groups in the states. And anytime there's a disaster, a hurricane, or a fire, or a flood, whatever the disaster, and they have displaced lost animals. These rescue groups take these animals. And then they ask for little quilts that go in the crates to help comfort these animals. They're very simple. They're like 12 by 18. And I'll get an email saying that this rescue group in North Carolina or California or New Orleans, wherever it is, is asking for kennel 12. So if I have them on hand, I box them up and send them off. And if I don't have any, I just get my grab buck it out and make them (laughs) send them
0: (laughs) so you send it directly to the organization that needs it right and that's correct and there's some kind of a clearing house where these different rescues say we need this and the clearinghouse emails people who volunteer to make the quilts correct somehow but anyhow yes it's a clearing house the rescue groups
1: contact them they send out the email and many times, whatever the disaster in, there may be two or three rescue groups in that area, New Orleans, for instance, or the fires in California. Mm -hmm. So you just choose which one you want to send them
0: to and send them off. Well, that's amazing. I had not heard of that particular organization. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, We will explore the work that Pat does with So Powerful, and she's been at it for a few years here, so please stay tuned. We'll talk with you again in just a moment. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. Welcome back. We have been speaking with Pat Quigley, who has been sharing with us the many ways that she volunteers her talents. She's a registered nurse, and she goes to Tanzania and helps with a medical mission there. She sews little dresses for Africa, and she also makes kennel quilts for rescued animals following a natural disaster. So you would think that maybe Pat doesn't have time for another nonprofit, but that's not the case. Pat is very involved with So Powerful and we're so glad she is. As I mentioned at the beginning, Pat and I met at the Houston Quilt Festival in 2018 and we were both booth workers, which is not easy to say, booth workers. And I think we had many, many shifts where we worked together. Pat, what inspired you to volunteer to work in the booth at the Quilt Festival?
1: Well, actually, living in Houston, you know, it's so easy to go. And I actually had helped in another booth for several years, a friend that had a booth, and I would help her. And I Quilt Festival? That's correct. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, you know, very comfortable doing that. And I just thought this is a golden opportunity for So Powerful to reach all these people that have fabric <laughs> and <laughs> scraps of fabric. So, yeah, I was excited when they decided to, to have a booth.
0: Yeah, you and I worked together. There was a donor dinner that we attended together. And the Quilt Festival is in downtown Houston. And you live in one of the further out suburbs in Northeast Houston. And you took a bus to do this. I thought, man, that is dedication. Well, I take a bus
1: on Wednesday night, which is the preview night. There is a friend that I have here in my area, every year she gets the precinct bus from the city, and she she reserves this bus for preview night. You know, it's a late night. I think, if I recall, it closes at 10 o'clock, mm-hmm. so I don't like driving home alone at night, so I was able to to do that the two times that we had the booth in addition to you know all the other times but normally during the day i drive and it's easy drive for me but um at night it's nice not to have to drive
0: (laughs) well i have to confess all the one-way streets downtown i find very intimidating and confusing Uh, anyway Well, Pat, you and I worked at the booth again in 2019, so we did that, but you also joined the Sew Along that we held in the summer of 2019, and you came up to Cyprus of the Houston metropolitan area, for those of you who might be familiar, and we taught a bunch of people to sew that day, and we had some kits cut out, and... Can you remember some of the experiences from that event? It was a
1: delightful event. I do remember one thing, the young boy that came and made, I think he made two purses. He did, yes, yeah. And I was so impressed. Um, Mothers and daughters came together and worked, and I thought that was amazing. I just thought it was really a a well-attended event. And I think one or two, at least, of the ladies who came joined So Powerful and Mm -hmm. have continued. One lady sat and wrote the note cards, which was a godsend. Mm -hmm. That's my weak point. (laughs) That's my weak point,
0: doing the cards.
1: But um, it gets done.
0: Right. Well, and you know, she came in and all of our sewing stations were filled and she said, is there anything else I can do? And I said, well, do you like to write note cards? And and so we had the writing prompts that are available from The So Powerful Purse Project Facebook group, if you look under files, there's a file there called Writing Prompts and it really helps to write the note cards. But her name was Barbara. Unfortunately, I don't know her last name and she wrote over a hundred cards for us that day. So that was really nice. Pat, when I look at Facebook, I, I play this little game with myself. So I don't look at who made the post. I look at the picture and I try and figure out Who made that purse? And there are some people that have a very distinctive style, and I always know who they're going to be. And then I check myself, then I scroll up and see what's the name. And the Pat Quigley purses are standouts. They're so easy to identify as yours. You're very kind. Well, number one, your self-taught sewing skills are amazing. The workmanship is incredible, but the fabrics... Oh my gosh, they are so vivid. Can you talk to us a little bit about how you choose these big, bold prints? And they're mostly abstracts, aren't they? I love abstract. yeah. I am not a traditional person. My home is
1: not traditional. I like pretty clean lines. I don't, you know, I'm not a fussy person. And I love bright colors. I don't wear bright colors well. They kind of wash me out. So this is how I get my fix. (laughs) (laughs) I can can make the the purses and the little dresses out of bright colors. And I do use bright colors as accents in my home. So I guess I just gravitate toward the pretty bold prints I'm not into paisley that that type of thing. That's more subtle and more
0: traditional stuff. So. Mm-hmm. And you like to make the straps. I love making straps. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Con- when- convince me that that's a good idea because I am on team webbing. <laughs> I know. I know. Well. When I
1: start a purse, my system is, I do cutting. I put kits together. I cut, 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 sew. Then when I get ready to sew, everything is ready to sew. And the first thing I always do is the strap. There is yeah. something just very... I think it's the rhythm of doing it that gets me to the sewing and I'm trying very hard to do a little more decorative work. I love denim. I've made a few straps that are kind of off the wall and I hope the girls like them. Well,
0: they're beautiful. uh, Thanks. Yeah, I love them. Love it. So do you embellish the flaps or do you let the fabric speak for itself? Usually let the fabric speak. If I choose a fabric that
1: is plain, then I struggle to think, what can I do to make it a little more interesting for the girls? Mm -hmm. But I try. I have, you know, like everybody else probably bins full of different bits and pieces of laces and ribbons and rick rack and whatever. So I just kind of let that talk to me and do, it, do what I can with it.
0: Well, you mentioned making a purse that you think a girl would like. What is your thought process while you're making the purse? Are you thinking about the girls and how they're going to be using the purse and its contents oh
1: absolutely that's the whole thing i want them to to love each purse that gets sent so that it will help them and you know encourage them to stay in school i mean so important to get their education so yeah you you just Pray that there's going to be a person that speaks to him. And I think that's pretty much how it works. Sure.
0: Well, and at the beginning, we talked about the work that your church does and that it's very mission-oriented. Was your love of mission work a factor in your passion for So Powerful? Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Absolutely.
1: I mean, when I read Jason and Cinnamon's story, I thought, this is, this is just too good to pass up. <laughs> you know, it's a Christian organization and to help those
0: girls in Africa. So, oh, you know, definitely. So for those people who may not be familiar with So Powerful, in your own words, can you sort of sum up what the program means to you and how it touches your heart? For me, the the fact that we live in a country that
1: we have everything we need and more and I just marvel that I can be in a country where people have literally nothing and are still joyful, they're still thankful, they dance in church, they sing in church, they They are just sweet, loving people. And how can you not want to help them? These purses have to bring joy to these young girls and their aunties. And I mean, I just think of the community of these ladies learning to sew and earning a living and making soap and earning a living. And it's just like, how could you not love
0: that? So. And, and listeners, how could you not love Pat Quickly? Pat, thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure to see you and talk with you. And I'm very glad that you joined us today. Thank you. I hope that
1: we can have some more of these little sewing get-togethers in the
0: Houston area. We, we need those. We absolutely yeah. do. Yeah, I miss them. All right. Well, thank you very much. Have a nice day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns, or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful Story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So Powerful day.